Hey guys, welcome back to the Big Prepper Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Pritchard, and we've got a new episode for you guys today. Um, essentially, I want to talk about the prepackaged survival uh, buckets that you see um, pretty much available various locations. Uh, I just worked out one. Uh, I found it's a... Let me let me double check it. I want to say it's four weeks. Yes, four weeks of emergency food supply. This is from Camping Survival, um, and I'm not saying this is a bad product. If this is a way that you would like to go, uh, by all means, use their products. Uh, but this is one of the cheaper ones I've seen. So for four weeks, you're looking at about three hundred dollars. So, if my math is correct, um, four weeks is about, we're going to call it 28 days. Um, I doubt if it's um, 31 days. It's just four weeks, so not quite a month. 300 bucks. You're looking at $75 a week, basically, which is seven, well, which is about $10 closer to $11 a day for your food. Now, here's another one that says three-month emergency supply, so it should be 90 uh, days is what I would suspect for $800. Uh, I just can't do the math on that right this second as I'm driving down the road. However, it's cheaper than the other. But now, if you're spending $8 a day, you're looking at three meals. You're looking at about $3 per meal. It's not bad. Uh, Now, when you have four people and you're looking at $3 per meal... $12 per meal, essentially, $36 a day, that gets outrageous. And we all know that you can feed a family of four for less than $36 a day. It's bound to be possible. Because if not, your food bill would be easily $1,000 a month. And I can tell you from the family that I have, I have a family of three, and we do eat out from time to time, but we spend maybe about $400 a month in groceries. Now, I like these um, preparedness buckets. I love those um, because if you need something in a pinch, you just can't find anything else. You don't have time um, you know, to deal with all that. They're great to have. You know, they're going to give you everything you need. They're going to have everything portioned out. Um, Some of them even come with water and drinks. It's great. Um, The bad thing to me is you're not going to be able to control really what you get. It's going to be kind of basic stuff. You know, you're going to have probably, probably have oatmeal or dehydrated scrambled eggs. is all you're going to have for breakfast for an entire month or three months. You're probably going to have two or three proteins. And you're going to have to spread that out. Now, if you do your own, 
you can get by a lot easier. Now, I've spent probably a thousand bucks on food by itself, and or maybe not quite that much just on food, but I've spent a good bit. And the thing of it is, I could make a kit, I could make several of these three month kits, wouldn't be an issue. And I could make a huge variety, not necessarily you having a different meal every single meal, but you would have, certainly I could make you two weeks that you don't have the same food at all. Maybe rice would be the only food that you would share. But anyway, I, I like these buckets because I've said before, they're convenient. You can get them there. They don't take up a lot of space and they're stackable. They're great to have. They're easy to transport. If you need them, if you're going camping or something, just grab one. Everything is ready to go. You know, it's, it's a great thing. And then you can reuse the bucket when it's finished. It's an awesome thing to have. But it's also good to look at what's inside and then build your own. You look inside and it's like, well, they have eight servings of oatmeal. Well, let's buy some oatmeal. Let's, let's package it up. Let's get some our own five-gallon buckets. Let's make our own. I think that's a good little project. A good little project to first get started. Look at these and see how much money you can save. Or better yet, even if you don't save money, even if you change things around and you make yours a little different and yours end up costing even twice as much as this because you put different foods in, you can do it a little at a time. For some people coming up with $300 plus shipping, which I imagine is about $50, it's kind of hard. For me, it, it it's not so bad. You know, I, I do have an extra $300 a month that I could spend and I could buy one of those. I could buy an extra month supply of food every month and within a year, I'd have a year's worth of food. Would not be a big deal. But I could make it a lot cheaper. Now, if you made one meal, if you have three meals a day, and you take out of your three meals a day, you have breakfast, which my my wife and I and my daughter are starting to get into it as well. But you can actually we can actually eat the same meal for about four or five days straight. So if we're looking at 28 days, we need seven different meals approximately for each breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So if I could get some dehydrated eggs, I could do that twice. Okay? So that would be two of my seven meals that I would need for breakfast. I could get oatmeal. We could do that twice. That would be four of my seven meals. We could do grits. Grits seem to last. Do that twice. And you can, if you individually package it, I mean, you can, you don't have to have it every single day, but if you're just on a, you know, you're just filling grits, man, you know, you can have them back to back. It's not a big deal. And now you've got one more week of foods or one more four day rotation, should I say, of needing things. 
for breakfast. And breakfast is one of those things that some people skip altogether. If you're one of those people you don't think you need breakfast, you want to get a more robust lunch and supper, go that route. You don't have to continue to do things just because that's how the company that you're going after looks, you know, they do theirs. If you don't eat breakfast, don't get breakfast foods. But you can make your own. Um, I saw another guy on YouTube and he said they were running some promotion of a bunch of freeze-dried food and it was going to be like $4,000. And they had some stuff in there that he did not really like. He didn't like the amounts of everything. And he called him and he said, look, I'm really interested, but I'd like to change a few things. And he said, I've looked at the prices of everything, and I think it's going to change the price um, if we do it. But I would much rather have it this way. So he negotiated with them, and he got it for a good deal. He said he got it for much less than what it would cost. Now, I don't know what much less means to him, but... To some people, if you spend four grand and you get it for a couple hundred dollars less, you think you've gotten a great deal. So we could go by that or we could say a thousand or whatever, you know. But anyway, he got his stuff that way. And it's simply because he doesn't like the way people are, are marketing that. He doesn't like that particular style. And a lot of times what they do is these companies, they have stuff in there that is like, just a one product it's so great everybody loves it and then you have a bunch of fillers and the fillers are more or less the money makers so you you're able to sell it at that price because you're putting these fillers in there stuff that doesn't cost a whole lot like oatmeal eggs things like that it doesn't cost a lot but if you throw those in there and you know these are your meals you're not having meats for breakfast and that type of stuff, that's how you make your money. I don't think they're making it like a humongous amount of money off of this. They may be, but I don't think they're trying to get over on you. I think it's just a business model that works. I think you have to put some things in there that are low cost, and then you put some things in there that are medium cost, and it kind of outweighs each other and gives you a good buffer system. And if you want things changed, you just ask. And I'm sure it'll cost more money. But you don't want to put things in there that you don't want to eat. Now, I've always said, and I've never thought about making these buckets, but I think the next time I come home, I might try it. But I've always said that I don't believe, even though I just got an order of five-gallon Mylar bags in, I don't believe in packaging in five-gallon Mylar bags simply because that's too much. If it's the end-of-the-world scenario, yes. If you have five gallons of rice, five gallons of pinto beans or whatever, that's incredible. You're going to be fine. However, I don't like the idea of having to eat it all at once. Once you open it, you're going to have to go through it. Now, there's people that are saying, well, you can just take an iron, you can take a uh, hair straightener, things like that. Look, if you still got electricity, stuff is still going, you're, it's probably not the end of the world. So there's no need to dig into this five-gallon bucket. 
But if it's end of the world, there's no running water, there's no electricity, there's none of that type of stuff. You want to ration everything that you've got. Five gallons of beans, it's going to take you a long time to go through. And I really hope that it doesn't go bad by just sitting there with the air, getting bugs in it, all that type of stuff. I don't want that to happen. So I like to package in either one gallon or half gallon Mylar bags. Uh, they have some quart bags that I feel like are a little bit too small. Um, I think a gallon bag on most things you're going to get about two or three uses out of. And I think that's fine. I, I don't, I, I just, I feel better just with a two to three day time frame or two to three use time frame. I feel so much better with that because there's so much less chance of it going bad in two to three days. And even if it does, you've only lost part of your gallon. You've probably already used two thirds of it. So you're throwing away a third versus throwing away almost the entire five gallon or just say a rat gets into one of your buckets. I know I've said this before, but just say a rat gets into one of your buckets, you know, and destroys it. Well, hopefully they only gnaw into one of those bags. If they do, you throw the bag away and you keep moving to figure out a way to get rid of your rats. Now, what happens to the other bags? Well, the other bags are fine. You just put those in a new bucket, keep on rolling. So you're good to go. You haven't lost a whole lot. If you've got it in one five-gallon bag, some people will just cut, cut their loss and throw it away. Other people will try to save half of it and say it's still good. Personally, to me, if a rat's been in it, I don't want any of it. If it's the end of the world, I'm probably not going to care. I'll probably still eat it. But then you worry about disease and different things like that. So, it's a lot to worry about. It's a lot to think about. It's a lot to go through. Um, so, you got you got a five-gallon bucket. You got some small Mylar bags. We do some eggs. about some dry fruits? Dry fruits are a little expensive. If you've got a um, dehydrator, you can make some dehydrated fruits. Also, um, you can put your glass jars to use. If you do a bunch of canning and things like that, um, you can put some canned foods in there, which would be great. Um, pasta sauces and things of that nature. Um, dry beans are always good. You can put a, a few different kinds of beans in there to mix it up. You don't have to just have pinto or red beans or anything. Um, let's see what else. We've got some um, ways of preserving meat as well. Uh, we can put some meat in there um, by canning. We can, we can put meat. It's already cooked. You just take it out of the jar and eat it. Now, it's not going to taste the same as regular meat, but you know, we can, we can get by. Um, sorry if you guys. Turn right at the next exit. 
sorry if you guys hear a bunch of uh, <laughs> noise. I just had to swap my GPS on. <laughs> but anyway, um, you know, you can really mix and match. You know, you want to use things that are going to last a while. Um, with, with those buckets, that's not really something that I want to see you having to swap things from time to time and go in and check and all that type of stuff. Um, now, with the exception of the canned goods, like the the canning goods, should I say? You know, you shouldn't have you shouldn't have to check any of that. And with the with the canning stuff, the only thing that you want to check, for the most part, is you want to check and make sure that your lids haven't popped open. So the best thing to do is put your put your um, container, put it in the um, put it in the garage, put it in your basement, your kitchen, whatever, and don't move it. Just leave it alone. Don't slosh it around and all the other stuff because it might make your seal pop off. Most of the time, if your seal pops, if the lid pops up, it could be from an improper seal. It could be from botulism. It could be from so many different things, and you don't want to trust the food that's in there. So, just be aware of that, and that'd be something that you need to check. Now, if you're like me, you probably won't put those things in there, but to each his own. If that's what you want to prep with, that's what you're used to. If you've got a grandmother who's given you all this stuff, or you've learned from your grandparents, and you've got shelves and shelves and shelves of this food, by all means, use it. But, you could easily put a little bit of pasta in there. I'd really like to learn how to make like powdered butter, things of that nature. I think that'd be so awesome to have. Um, I'd also like to see like some chocolate and different things like that. Now, I know that doesn't have a long shelf life, but if it turns colors, that's fine. As long as it tastes okay, that's what I'd worry about. That's all I worry about. Because these, these foods are not going to taste like they did when they're brand new. They're not going to taste like they do when they come hot off the stove. That type of stuff. You're not getting that. What you're getting is nourishment. That's all you're getting. And that's all you're looking for out of this. You're, you're looking for stuff that you like, stuff that you'll eat. But you got to realize that's all you're getting from it. It's just... A little bit of sustenance that's it so I think making your own would save you a whole lot of money I'd really I'd like to make my own I think I I think what I'll do is I think I'm off tonight so I'll do some research of what I would make for a one-person uh, four-week survival kit I'll look at what they have um, and then I'll calculate my own and I'll tell you what it comes to so I think for really for preppers who don't have a lot of money, um, who want to get into this, if you can't come up with this $300 for this four week thing, you know, that's fine. Build your own, make it how you want it. If you only want to do a two week supply of food, if you only want to do a one week supply of food, I'm, who's, who, or who am I to judge? You know, do what you've got to do or start with a one week and then, keep it for a while and then double it now it's a two week 
keep it for a while, add another week. Now it's three weeks. And just keep on. That's all you've got to do. And it's such a it's such a great thing. But don't I wouldn't go out and buy those things. If you if you've got a little bit more money and your time is worth a lot more, go ahead and, and buy it. You know, for someone like me, I make pretty good. So for me to take off a day of work to actually stay home, if say it takes me all day, if I stay home and did this, then, you know, I would lose more money than I would if I would just buy it directly. So for me, it wouldn't make sense. Now, if I was going to do multiple bottles of this, multiple things, it would pay off. But you got to realize what your time is worth, realize, you know, different things of that nature. And then you get a little bit better idea. So I'm going to sign off. I'm going to go in this store real fast and do a little, do a little thing. Um, we'll check on some messages, things like that. And then, uh, we'll see you guys in the next one.